Hi, this is Bryant Powell again. Welcome back to Traveling Online Kiln Pike. Today will be a Christmas special episode when I talk about my Christmas travels to Denver, Colorado during the late fall of 2019. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this special Christmas episode. And please remember to like and subscribe. So how did I end up in Denver, Colorado? Most of the times I've ever went to Denver is via a layover flight going to someplace on the West Coast, but I've never actually entered into the city. So when I got the opportunity to go to Denver, I decided I should take advantage of it. So how did I get there? One day I was looking on my cell phone, and I was looking just for random flight deals to, you know, to visit my, uh, my significant other for a random weekend. During my last few months, I've been really loving taking 36-hour trips, so literally leaving out on a Friday or a Saturday, come back on a Sunday, spend 36 hours in a new city I'd never been to beforehand. So when I was looking at possible cities, Denver was one of the first flight deals that I saw. Flying from Philadelphia to Denver was literally only $88. I'm like, oh, wow, I had to take advantage of it. It fit my perfect timing of leaving Saturday morning and leaving out literally Monday morning at 1 a.m. So I had to take off any days of work, as well as my girlfriend was be able to take advantage of it as well. So I instantaneously called her in late October. was like, hey, you know, I found this great flight. I just booked it. I'll look for hotels and stuff later. She was like, what? Really? But um, through uh, hell or high water, you know, we made that trip happen. Uh, and a couple weeks later, we were able to get a, a nice hotel down the Residence Inn in downtown Denver. And basically after that, the, the, book, uh, the flight was booked and the uh, trip was booked. We left out in uh, maybe like early December, just, you know, uh, a little bit before really the holidays really started kicking into the gear. And uh, I was traveling Frontier out of Philadelphia. And as many people know, Frontier is the most glamorous airlines out there in the world. But at the end of the day, it gets you where you need to go safely, which is the most important thing at the end of the day. And again, $88 for a weekend trip is not that bad whatsoever. So I ended up taking a, a regional rail train all the way down to the Philadelphia airport and I ended up going to, uh, since I got there a couple hours early, I decided, you know what, let me go to the Amex Lounge, just, you know, enjoy myself, have a couple cocktails, and have a nice good breakfast, and do a little bit of work before I get on the plane. So after an hour there, I decided to, you know, walk towards the gate, uh, which was gate E7, I think, at that point in time. And if you haven't been to Philadelphia, just to let you know, when you go to gate E, you're going to, you know, very, you know hood type of uh, gate. So when I walked there, people were playing football in the middle of the gate. You know, there was trash everywhere. I saw like a woman crying because she missed her flight. And it was basically no seats as far as the eye could see. People were sleeping on the floor and, you know, having loud conversations. So I'm like, oh, wow, I definitely enter into a different gate. This is definitely not uh, the A gate. Definitely not that whatsoever. Um, 
However, again, just like Frontier, uh, they were delayed by an hour, hour and a half. So I had to walk all the way back to the Amex Lounge uh, in the A terminal area in order to, you know, relax for a little bit longer and wait for my flight. But again, when, when the flight actually boarded, it was a simple flight. Uh, I unfortunately, it was the middle seat. So, you know, I was a three and a half hour flight with the middle seat. And I was sitting next to a child, a baby child. But the person, was, the child was very, very quiet and... Uh, it was very nice and throughout the whole entire flight, and in reality, it was hardly any turbulence whatsoever, and it was super, super smooth. So with Frontier, it might be rough, you know, with the no bags. I only carried a book bag with me for only 24-36-hour uh, period of time, but it was a very simple flight, easy flight once you got into the air. So again, once you're up in the air, don't matter if you're, you know, American Airlines, United, Emirates, or Frontier, it's getting you to A and B. And it got me to A and B for only 88 bucks. So I was pretty happy about that. I landed in Denver about an hour and a half late and my girlfriend was waiting for me. Uh, so we, we made each other the baggage claim, you know, we, we hugged and, you know, we're glad to see one another. And then we had two decisions. Uh, so what Denver was cool about Denver is they have a public transportation train system that can take you from the airport straight to downtown for $10. And if you're dra- traveling by yourself, that's a pretty sweet deal in order to get downtown very inexpensively. However, you know, we had a long day thus far. The, the combined had been $20 to go down with the train. Uh, then when we decided, well, what? Ubers are nice. No, Uber's only $25. Uh, we can put our bags in the Uber. Or we can instantly go downtown without any issues whatsoever. So we decided to get an Uber to go downtown. Again, the Denver area, just going from the airport all the way down to the city, it's really nothing really out there. It's very mountainous, uh, a lot of different small little neighborhoods, so on and so forth. So it was scenic, and it was nice to see, but there wasn't a lot to see at the end of the day. So it was a it was a nice car ride there, and they had to deal with lugging our bags on the train and uh, dealing with a lot of people on the train. So it was very, very nice. We got into Denver. Again, we checked in at a, a hotel downtown, a residence inn. Again, I love the residence inn. It's like you're basically staying in a studio apartment but at a hotel with a pretty reasonable rate for a Saturday, which is pretty nice. So we get into the hotel. It's rough around maybe 2 o'clock, but we still weren't able to check in yet. We did put our names down before to check in to make sure that we were fine. And once we left our bags there, we got our bag ticket, they started exploring the city. A friend of mine who gave me a whole bunch of suggestions said that you should walk to 16th and Market, that's where all the malls are, a lot of the shops are, a lot of places to eat, so on and so forth. So we walked we literally two blocks down to uh, 16th Street uh, Market. It, would, it was a really nice, cool area. Like, there's a lot of Christmas lights that are out there, a lot of, um, like, restaurants and bars. There was a free a tram that would take you from one end to the market to the other. And there's a lot of people out there today. A lot more people than I thought would have been on a random Saturday. However, it really wasn't a random Saturday. It was actually their weekend uh, for the Parade of Lights, in which they'll have a parade of like Christmas penguins and, you know, Santa Claus and a lot of uh, different Christmas paraphernalia happening that particular night. So we were wondering why it was so busy. It was busy because, you know, there's this huge parade that was going on. So it was, yeah, it was a cool, ironic experience we got there during that particular weekend. It was to book a nice hotel very close to the parade, too, because we're only a block away. 
after we were walking around the, the market area a little bit, we decided, you know, let's get something to eat. So we went to a, a nice Mexican rex, restaurant uh, on, on, in the market area, you know, had some drinks and had some good Mexican food, which Denver's kind of known for. And, you know, just relaxed and kind of caught, catched up a little bit. Uh, so we stayed there for a little bit of time. Then we ended up going back to the hotel to check in. So we check into the hotel I'd say it was the longest line I've ever seen for a check-in at a hotel. It was literally 20 people that were ahead of us as a check-in. We're like, why is this line so long? And it took us literally 15 minutes to get to the front of the line. And we realized that the, not only was the hotel overbooked, obviously, a lot of the cleaning people haven't gone through all the rooms yet. So the rooms weren't even available at like five o'clock or six o'clock at night, which is like literally a few minutes before the parade was starting a block away. So there are quite a number of people that are in front of us that were not too happy at the end of the day. But we were lucky that we checked in early, got into the hotel early to check in. So we were able to get into our room and, you know, unpack, unwind, uh, and relax a little bit before the parade. So yeah, after we relaxed a little bit, we ended up going to parade, which was literally only two blocks away. And the streets were already filled with like kids and young adults. And it seems like the whole entire city was out here to see the, the parade of lights. And everyone was happy. It was a very joyous occasion. It was, it was a very cool environment to see how everyone kind of came out for this one event. You know, I'm not really a huge fan of parades, but it was kind of cool to kind of be in that atmosphere, unplanned whatsoever, and see all the joy and all the Christmas stuff that was going on. Uh, then the parade commenced around like 6.15, and we saw the, you know, balloons that came through. Uh, some military uh, exhibits came through. Uh, some people, you know, doing juggling. We saw a one motorcade of like uh, people riding these low rider cars and kind of going through the streets, which was pretty cool. And you know, everyone was kind of taking pictures and having a lot of fun. So it was, you know, it, it was a pretty you know great event for like forty five minutes unplanned. And you know, it was it was done by seven o'clock, and everyone was you know really happy and satisfied how the parade went. And then afterwards, I think like everyone just started walking around the downtown or Lobo, I think, lower downtown, Lodo, lower downtown area and just were either talking or walking towards like the ice skating rink that was there or looking through all the lights that were on all the trees, getting dinner at different places, just hanging out, having fun. There's a Christmas village that we walked by that sold small little like trinkets for Christmas and it was it was it was a very lovely and, and nice like date night for us. We just walked around, were people watching, just kind of enjoying you know our our day because it was a long day for us just traveling there. You know, my girlfriend when she was traveling from Sacramento, so her travel wasn't as long as mine, but she still had a layover and she had to run to the airport and she almost missed her flight. So we had a very stressful uh, day just getting to Denver, but it was all worth it when we were finally able to enjoy that that Saturday night uh, with all the Christmas lights and really felt like we're in the Christmas spirit, even though we're a few weeks away from Christmas. So then after that, I think we were all pretty tired. We decided to go back to the hotel around like 10, 10.30 after grabbing a small little bite to eat. And then we decided, you know, we were going to get up really, really early in the morning and, you know, start the day off right the next day. So we decided to just go to bed early and be refreshed for the next day. 
So on that Sunday, we got it because of the jet lag and all the, the, the lack of sleep that we had and us to sleep and catching up. We got up really early in the morning, like 5.30 in the morning, and we really couldn't, you know, get out of bed because nothing was open yet and we're too lazy to go to the gym. So we decided just to, you know, watch some TV and just relax uh, with each other for a little while. And around 7 o'clock in the morning, we went down for the, the little breakfast that was downstairs, the resident, and it was a great breakfast, you know. It was like, had like sausage and gravy, had like different types of eggs, it had just regular sausage, it had a waffle maker. Obviously, all the kids were around the waffle maker, and it was, uh, it was, it was, pretty, it was pretty nice. And the one guy in the elevator, he loved the, the biscuits and gravy so much, he ended up taking a, like a whole 7-Eleven big gulp of it back upstairs to do no God knows what he did with it or was going to save it or anything like that. But, you know, the res- it was pretty crowded with people downstairs at the residence and everyone was like, you no know, happy parade of lights thing that happened yesterday. And you know, it, was, it was a relaxing way to kind of start off your day. And, you know, everyone in Denver seemed to be very nice and very cool and, you know, very, you know, down to earth, which was kind of nice coming from the Northeast area. It was something you don't get that all the time. And our day was a pretty eventful day because we had to fly out later that night. So we try to truncate a lot of things we were doing during the day. So, you know, I'm a avid picture taker. So when I start traveling, the first thing I want to do is take a whole bunch of pictures and make sure everything looks good for the gram. And then after that, we can go out, you know, and relax and enjoy the city a little bit more. So the first place we wanted to go to was go to the state capitol because in the state capitol, there's like uh, on the 13th step, there's a little a message that says you are literally like 5,280 feet above sea level. But basically, you're a mile above sea level. So I kind of want to get a picture of that. There was We wanted to go to the art museum because there's a Monet exhibit that was there and a few other things as well. So we ended up first walking to the state capitol, which took like 15, 20 minutes. And I think another thing I really love about Denver is that it's a very walkable city. So any places we really wanted to go to, we could took an Uber if we really wanted to, but a lot of it we could just kind of walk and, you know, to get to A to B. So we ended up walking to the state capitol, took a couple pictures in front of uh, the step saying you're a mile up. It was kind of cool. Uh, then after that, we ended up going to the, the Modern History Museum to just explore and see the, the art that's in Denver. I think the, the marquee thing that was there was the Monet exhibit. Unfortunately, we had to get tickets in advance for that, which we didn't get. However, we were able to see a lot of cool different art exhibits that were there as well. There was one room all the way on the top floor that was basically mirrors everywhere. So you're basically surrounded by mirrors. So that kind of cool picture taking. And we had a lot of other cool exhibits too that talked about more of like the local Denver artists that were kind of there. And it was, it was a very, you know, I'm not a big art fan in the world, but it was kind of cool to see that that, that particular art. And the cool, the other uh, interesting part was um, all the way on the first floor, there was like a a painting station. So if you wanted to paint with watercolors, you could do that as well. And she really, really loved that. She spent quite some time trying to to make some paintings that I'll be able to put up uh, on her wall. You know, I did. I thought that she was trying very, very hard, and is glad she tried very, very hard. But uh, she didn't end up taking Angel's paintings home at the end of the day. But uh, we had a a good time at the art museum, and we really enjoyed. Uh, uh, our experience there, and it's a. I would recommend people going there and moving forward. 
And the next stop we went to is kind of more of a, a local, I guess, uh, art exhibit. Because the thing with Denver, it seems like a lot of their art seems to be like huge art, like a big art exhibit for, for a huge chair or uh, a huge sundial, so on and so forth. So one of the more marquee ones was uh, uh, a sculpture of a humongous bear near the convention center. Yeah, we ended up walking towards the convention center and you know, taking a big picture uh, in front of that big bear, which was, was pretty nice. There's a crowd of people over there, too, that were taking pictures as well. So then after that, we ended up, uh, I wanted to go to the Patagonia store to buy some Patagonia because... I think years ago when I was in business school, I always regret not buying a Patagonia full uh, fleece zip up. It was, uh, no, I think it was, we got a good deal via the, the Patagonia distributor and everyone looked cool when they were wearing it at school. So I was like, man, I missed out on getting one of those. I want to get a Patagonia. I'm in Denver where in Co or Colorado where Patagonia was first created and their headquarters now. I was like, I want to go get some Patagonia. I'm going to go get it. So... We walked like the half a mile to get there, and then we end up going to the store. I'm like, I'm like, hey, you know, I want to get Patagonia fleece. I want to get it. I want to get it. So I start looking around. I find it in the back. I'm like, okay, I want to, I want to try it on. I want to wear it. Obviously, it looked good on me. I'm like, okay, now I'm about to purchase this. So, end up looking at the price tag. It's like hundred and thirty-six dollars. I'm like. Yeah, I'm on vacation, but, you know, I on vacation that much. You know, that's too rich for my blood. So I went back to her. And she was like, so you want to buy it? I'm like, eh, I'm going to find something else here I can buy. So overall, I looked through the store. wasn't nothing under like $20 or $30 at the end of the day to wear. So I ended up buying like a luggage tag for like $12, which was still a little bit more than I think like a luggage tag of that quality would cost. But like, well, I bought something from Patagonia, so I can go back home a little bit happy. So that was fun, and I think that was kind of the, the end of kind of our morning activity. So we ended up going back to the hotel because we had a, a 2 p.m. late checkout. But uh, we ended up going back to the hotel and just... No relaxing for a little bit, you know, watching a little bit of football. I think the Saints for a San Francisco game was going on, and that was a pretty exciting game. With 48 to 45 ending was pretty awesome. But you know, we ended up relaxing for a while, and then by 2 p.m., we just decided to check out. And then from there, we had dinner reservations at this great uh, restaurant, Ocean Oceanic Prime, uh, in the Lobo area, Lodo area. Uh, but that was until 4 o'clock. So we wanted need to spend some extra time kind of killing some time. So uh, so we ended up going to a neighborhood called the Highline neighborhood uh, or Highland neighborhood. Um, you know, maybe like 15 minutes, maybe like Uber ride away from Lodo. Uh, it was a nice little quaint little area. Had a lot of small little shops, little Mexican restaurants to eat. You know, it was a very quaint little area. I think we ended up just, you know, getting a, grabbing a cup of hot chocolate down there and uh, you know, have, again, another good conversation, just relaxing until we can get down uh, to our dinner reservation. Then after that, we, uh, we took the Uber back to Lodo to uh, go to Union Station because we passed by the night beforehand, all the bright lights and uh, all the Christmas trees, but we hadn't gone inside. So we went inside. It was kind of a, one of the more nicer train stations I've ever been to you know, my whole entire life, to be honest with you. It was like everything was like, you know, clean and put together. The decor inside was fantastic. They had like nice little small little shops and 
restaurants, play people to eat. The seating area was while a little small than other places like 30th Street Station in Philadelphia or, you know, Union Station in, uh, in D.C. It was quite enough space to fit the amount of people that were there, especially on a Sunday afternoon. And, you know, it was, I, it was a very uh, picturesque area. You know, I think we were done taking pictures at that point in time. But there was a lot of good places to kind of take some cool pictures and, uh, you know, have some good little food if you wanted to. But we, we didn't want to eat because we were uh, hungry for the, for the Oceanic Prime. So we ended up walking to uh, the restaurant. We were only five minutes away uh, around 4 o'clock. And it was one of the, the better probably their best meal for the whole time time there. Sunday, it just seems like it's like the fourth time I've been to a place with that special on Sunday, but they had a nice surf and turf meal on Sunday. So you get a salad, steak, then you also get like crab cake, scallops, and you also get, I believe, I think that's it, I believe, for like $55. So it was a fantastic deal for like every single person in that restaurant got that particular deal. It was uh, it was pretty, pretty tasty and very, very elegant as well. I think every, half the people when they were wearing like a dress shoe and a button-up. I think I was wearing like gym shoes and a, uh, still a button-up, but not a nice button-up. But the food was no fantastic, very tasty, and again, good, it had very good portion size, and so you can definitely be filled up easily just with like uh, the steak or the or the the scallops that came out or the sides that came out as well. So very tasty, and I never really knew Denver as a kind of a foodie city, but it was definitely a, a very good foodie city. And then after that, this was around like five o'clock, five five thirty, six o'clock at that point in time. I think our her flight left out at ten thirty, and mine left out around one a.m. the next morning. So. We decided to go back to the hotel one more time, just relax for about an hour, and then take an Uber back uh, to the airport. So we just you know, decided to do that, took the Uber straight there, um, and then she was flying on Southwest, so she dropped up her bag. I was buying Frontier, so my bag was already on me. I had to hold on to it for dear life. But yeah, then we went to the airport, and then I waited with her by the uh, her gate until she flew off at 10.30, and then I did a little bit of a walk around the airport just to stretch my legs out a little bit, and did, did some work for my job uh, and the podcast a little bit uh, during that time as well, and then then by 1.30 in the morning, uh, sorry, by 12.30 in the morning, they started calling my flight board to go to Philadelphia, and then by 1 o'clock, we are in the air, and then I landed back in Philadelphia around like 5. 45, 6 o'clock. Again, only a two-and-a-half-hour flight. No, I love going back, red eyes, going back from West Coast to East Coast. I feel like you're not wasting a day compared to going the other way. But every time you go the other way, you feel like you're wasting a day. Uh, so it was uh, overall, that was basically it, you know, the end of the trip there. A quick 36 hours, but a great 36 hours. You know, overall, I, I, I can't, you know, appreciate Denver more than I kind of talked about today. The food was great. The people were nice. The ambiance and, and, and the visuals, what the city looked like were great. 
only great little neighborhoods you can stop by. And we didn't even, even go into the outdoor venture aspect of it. We'll go next time, like skiing or go hiking or going in within the nature walks or anything like that. So that'll be the next plan that we do when we, uh, when we go back to Denver for a second time. But, you know, it's an it's a growing city too. There are buildings being built left and right all over the place. And, you know, I, I can see it being literally like the New York City of the mountain region. Like, it has everything that you need. It has a lot of great people, a lot of diversity. Uh, it, it's a place that someone can really feel comfortable not only traveling to Denver for the weekend, but actually living there as well. So, you know, never being there outside the airport, you know, I've grown an, an appreciation for Denver, in which I think I'll go back plenty of times over the foreseeable future. So yeah, that's basically my trip to Denver, Colorado. I'm definitely going back there again. And I had so many great experiences and able to get that, that uh, an early start on the Christmas festivities and the, and, and the Christmas uh, experiences. So I really enjoyed it. Again, guys, I'll thank you for listening to Traveling on Lime Kiln Pike. I enjoyed talking with you guys today. And as always, when you're traveling, make sure you bring a pal. Talk to you soon. Bye.